Welcome to Making Music with Jake Haas, the podcast all about the creative process of writing and recording music. So another year wraps up, and as usual, I'm sharing my favorite albums. I don't know if it's just me, but I felt like this was an excellent year for music. Some of my favorite artists came out with new records, many of which were sounding fresher than they have in years. I've also discovered several new artists, well, at least they're you know new to me, and I've been happily surprised with the quality I'm seeing, including artists from genres of country and pop. I honestly had a hard time narrowing down my list this time, but I was able to pick 10 albums that stood out to me as my core favorites for the year that I kept coming back to. But before I jump into my top 10, let me share my honorable mentions. These are albums I listened to and enjoyed, but for one reason or another, didn't quite make my top 10 list for me. And these are A Light for Attracting Attention by The Smile, Pool Kids by Pool Kids, Lucifer on the Sofa by Spoon, One is One by Delta Spirit, Keep on Smiling by Two Door Cinema Club, Meet the Moonlight by Jack Johnson, Laurel Hell by Mitski, Cruel Country by Wilco, Brightside by The Lumineers, and The Loneliest Time by Carly Rae Jepsen. So with that said, let's jump in and count down my top 10 albums of the year. Number 10. We've been going about this all wrong by Sharon Van Etten. This is the sixth album from this New Jersey musician. She is an excellent songwriter, creating heartfelt, sincere lyrics and melodies that float to unexpected places. The production is filled with atmosphere and dense instrumentation, borrowing from 80s artists like Kate Bush and Cocktoo Twins. But really, her strength is in her angelic, beautiful voice. It shifts between sounding heartbroken and beaten down by the world to soaring heights of bliss, which is to say her music is simultaneously dark and beautiful. It's a great combination. Here's Mistakes. Number nine, Angel in Real Time by Gang of Youths. This is the third album from this Australian indie rock band who is a new discovery for me this year. Dealing with death and grief, the songs burst out with a sincerity and earnestness often missing in today's music. The dense arrangements weave together rock music with strings and synths, similar in approach to the music Arcade Fire and Broken Social Scene were making about 15 years ago. That's not to say it sounds dated, they have a fresh take on indie rock sensibilities with a sense of adventure and ambition with the production. It's a great album and a joy to listen to. Here's In the Wake of Your Leave. So as you can, you need from our world upwards And the angels took their place I was the loser at your funeral But no emotion conveyed It was torn out in vain 
Number eight. Asphalt Meadows by Death Cab for Cutie. I've been a Death Cab fan for a long time. They're a band I have the bragging rights to say I saw them before they got big. Their music has evolved over the years, as any band does, but it feels like the last two or three albums have kind of missed the mark for me. They still have some good moments on them, but not as consistent as their earlier stuff. But here they are in 2022, releasing their 10th album in their 25 years as a band and sounding fresher than they have in a long time. They seem to have bumped up the energy in terms of the tempo and cranking up the distortion on their guitars. It's apparent they spent more time in the production, giving the songs atmospheric texture and creating some intense dynamics with the mixing. The songwriting has also moved forward with Ben Gibbard seeming to have more to say this time around. All in all, it's a great album and might even be one of their best. Here's Roman Candles. It's been a battle just to wake and greet the day Then they all disappear like sugar in my coffee A hint of sweetness but the bitterness remains The acidity devouring my body But I am learning to let go Of everything I tried to Number seven, Palomino by Miranda Lambert. This is the eighth album from this veteran country artist, and she's something of a new discovery for me. I usually don't get into mainstream country, but I gave this album a try, and I'm glad I did because it's fantastic. The songwriting is absolutely top-notch with clever and occasionally biting lyrics. The songs have a cool swagger in the production that help them stand out from other country music. She has a powerful voice and comes across very mature and confident as an artist. It's refreshing to see someone in country breaking the mold a bit and breathing life into traditional sounds. Here's Actin' Up. Mirror, mirror on the saddle, hear my rhinestones rattle, actin' up. Billy Bob, Texas, picking out new exes, actin' up.
Number six. No Rule Sandy by Salan Esso. This artist is a new discovery for me, thanks to my brother Josh, so shout out to him. This is the fourth album from this electropop group from North Carolina. It's filled with a lot of dense and interesting production ideas, from blippy drum machines and glitchy synthesizers to thick harmonies, intricate string arrangements, and off-kilter saxophones. But luckily, it's rooted in strong songwriting with a plain but pretty voice approach from singer Emilia Meath. It's a perfect blend of chaos and comfort. Here's Echo Party. American Heartbreak by Zach Bryan. This has been a big breakout year for this young Oklahoman alt-country singer-songwriter. This is his third album in only three years and his major label debut, and at 34 songs, it qualifies as a triple album. Now, you'd think with that many songs, there'd be a lot of filler, but it's actually surprisingly consistent. Not a bad song on here. I love his raspy, soulful voice, which reminds me of Ryan Adams or Chris Stapleton. The songs have a great energy and sense of purpose and passion. The recordings sound very raw, like many of the songs might have been recorded in one take without any effects. Some even feel like demo recordings, but that's not a negative thing. It gives these songs that much more urgency and a feeling of authenticity. Here's something in the orange. It'll be fine by dust cloud, I'm telling you, baby. These things eat at your bones and drive your young mind crazy. But when you place your hand between my collar and jaw I don't know much, but there's no way at all And I'm damned if I do, and I'm damned if I don't Cause if I say I miss you, I know that you won't But I miss you in the mornings when I see the sun Something in the orange tells me we're not done To you I'm just a man, to me you're all I am Where the hell am I supposed to go? 
poison myself again Something in the orange tells me you're never coming home If you leave today, I'll just stare right the way The orange touches all things around The grass, trees, and do how I just hate you Please turn those headlights around Number four. Blue Rev by Always. This is the third album from this Canadian indie rock band, and even though they've been making music for over a decade, they are a new discovery for me. They take conventional power pop songs and turn them on their head with hazy dream pop flourishes and shoegazer experimental textures. They effortlessly channel influences from 80s new wave, like the Smiths, Cocktoo Twins, Kate Bush, and Blondie. Despite all the atmosphere textures, it's still a very high energy and fun listen with excellent songwriting. Here's Tile by Tile. Number three, Time on My Hands by Asgar. This is the fourth album from this Icelandic singer-songwriter, and like his previous albums, it does not disappoint. He manages to continue finding new ways to develop and refine his unique sound, which combines acoustic guitar, piano, and horns with drum machines and synthesizers. The songwriting and singing is also top-notch, with yearning melodies that float along. It all adds together to make some of the best moody, atmospheric, yet melodic music coming out these days. Here's Snowblind. Breath 
Number two. Harry's House by Harry Styles. This has been a huge year for this former One Direction singer. In addition to touring almost nonstop, his worldwide mega hit, As It Was, has spent 15 weeks at number one, longer than any song this year, and for that matter, any song by a solo artist ever. This is his third album, and I feel like with this one, he's really coming to his own in terms of finding his voice and carving out a fresh style. At times, he channels Michael Jackson with powerful vocals and tight harmonies. Other times, he blends his influences with some experimental tones, including the use of synthesizers, guitars, and some interesting vocal effects and sounds. It's adventurous, but still incredibly fun and catchy with great songwriting. Here's Music for a Sushi Restaurant. Finally, number one. The Joy of Music by Ben Rector. Despite this being his ninth album, this Nashville-based artist is a new discovery for me this year. His songs are incredibly fun and catchy with heartfelt, inspirational lyrics about overcoming discouragement and learning to savor the happy moments in life. The production throughout the album blends a good range of styles with his great voice, from piano pop to acoustic folk to jazzy funk and even hip-hop. In fact, this might be the only album that ever comes out with a guest appearance from both Snoop Dogg and Kenny G. I was lucky to have the opportunity to see him live this year, and it was an incredible show. He has so much fun, positive energy on stage. I keep coming back to this album over and over because it's such an enjoyable listen. Here's Living My Best Life. This house is now a litany Things I thought I'd never be Man who has opinions on an ottoman Among other things I used to think I'd miss the road The crushing fame, the sold-out shows And I'd just sing head, shoulders, knees and toes Like I'd forgotten them But I'm alive Baby, I'm thriving Yeah, I'm living my best life. I wake up with the sunrise. It does not look a thing like I thought that it would. But I've been getting my steps in, and I sleep with my best friend. It's the best that it has been in a long time. I'm living my best
That's the episode. Thanks for listening. If you're interested, I created a Spotify playlist along with more of my favorite songs from the year. There's also another playlist of full albums, which actually extends this list to include my top 50 or so albums of the year. You'll find links in the episode description. I'll love to hear what your favorite albums for 2022 were. Go to my Facebook group for Making Music with Jay Cause and leave a comment so I can check them out. Also, I just want to add that my podcast production company, Arches Audio, is having an end-of-the-year sale with up to 50% off our products and services, including audio editing, artwork, stock music, and a new course on podcasting I just finished creating. If you've ever thought about starting a podcast, now is the time. The sale ends on December 31st, 2022, so don't wait. Visit archesaudio.com slash Black Friday or find the link in the description. That's it. We'll see you next time.